0: An entitled Karen goes into a rampage in the Target parking lot after I called her out for not putting her shopping cart away. And I've never seen a crazier person act more insane in my life. Here's what happened. So this happened a few months ago. I was coming out of Target mid-morning on a weekday. I noticed two adult women standing by the passenger side of their vehicle, which is a large SUV. The SUV was parked in the very first spot in the row, but the row was off to the side of the entrance. There were two spaces between their vehicle and mine. The cart return was two spaces over to the right of my vehicle on the other side of my vehicle from the SUV. One of the women, the younger one, was putting a toddler in a car seat with the older lady standing there talking to the younger one. And these are the entitled Karens of this story. As I'm walking up to my vehicle, I notice the older one push their cart to the middle of the parking spot next to her and then try to leave it. Now, I have to admit, not putting your cart away is a pet peeve of mine. It is one of these small, low stakes things that I think will show someone's true character. Even still I didn't say anything for a minute because I thought she might still put it away but she still didn't and it quickly became clear that they were about to leave as they were getting in the car and putting on their seatbelts so I decided to play my part and say something to the Karen. I rolled my window down to get her attention and I said to her hi there you forgot to put your card away and I said this in a friendly voice because I was trying to give her an out so she could be like oh I forgot or something like that if she wanted but that's not what she said at all because what happened next honestly blew my Mind. She said to me, If it's so important to you, why don't you just do it yourself? I said to her, Okay, well, if you're not gonna do it, then I will. I then turned my car off and started getting out to do just that. So I get out and I get the cart. And that's when they called me a Karen. I said to them, Sure, you leave your stuff out for other people to deal with. All because you can't be bothered, but yeah, I'm the Karen. As I say this, I'm pushing the cart out from between our cars to literally take it over to the cart corral thing on the other side of my vehicle. As I come, come out from between the vehicles. The employee collecting the carts comes by and takes it from me on his way to the corral. I turn and walk back. And at this point, all of a sudden, the older Karen starts screaming at me. My husband got carjacked a month ago, you absolute jerk. Now, I gotta be honest here. It was kind of crazy how she went from just talking garbage to me to suddenly being red faced and screaming like that in just an instant. So I told her that literally had nothing to do with returning a cart. Then they both started yelling that I don't have anything better to do than to hang out in parking lots and yell at people. And honestly, this made me laugh. Because literally, weren't we all in a parking lot? As I'm laughing, I said to them, give me a break. I'm here shopping just like you were. At this point, I start walking back to get into my vehicle. And their last shot at me was to scream, why don't you go save a kitten since you're so great? I then told them, well, I guess I'd have to, since we clearly know that you wouldn't be bothered. But as they were driving away, I got in one last remark. I said to them, sorry you got caught for being an awful person. They then flipped me off and drove away, and I've honestly never been more confused by an interaction with a Karen in my life. Yeah, those Karens seriously had some problems. Like, I am right there with the original poster. There's very little excuse that anyone couldn't put their cart away. Like, seriously, it is not that hard to do. Just take it and put it back. It doesn't take that much, and honestly, it really is low effort. But when it comes to calling out these Karens for not putting it back, you are way braver than I am. I would have just judged them silently instead of confronting them and saying, hey, you gotta put your cart back right. I am definitely not that brave, and there's no way I would be caught doing that. So honestly, good for you for having the guts to try and say something, because I know if I was in that situation, I definitely would have kept my mouth shut and just kept walking. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. An entitled Karen tries to pick a fight at the store I work at, all because she was not charged the proper amount for the laptop that she wanted. And I'm honestly so blown away by her entitlement. Here's what happened. So I work at a store that sells electronics and stationery. And as today was the start of the new flyer, I spent most of the day running around trying to make sure that the prices of our products reflected the changeover properly. And that's basically what I was doing throughout the course of what happened. And also, because it does come up later, I am a key holder. While I was scanning signs in another aisle, I heard a page through the headset radios that a woman needed help buying a laptop, which is where our tech guy comes into the story. Now, the first real indication that Karen was going to be a problem happened right after she told him that she was looking for a laptop and wasn't sure which one would suit her needs. And when he tried to guide her to a specific laptop that he had in mind and she refused, she said the following, How about you start walking and I'll follow you. You do not get to tell me where I'm supposed to go. Eventually, he took her to a section of the store where we had Chromebook laptops on display. I wasn't paying that much attention to what was being said after that. That is, until she asked a very bizarre question. She said to the tech guy, okay, so this laptop is $250. Do you think I would be able to live off of $250 for the rest of the month? Now, keep in mind, this is the 11th of October, so we're only just getting into the middle of the month. The tech guy said, uh, I don't know. Then the entitled Karen fired back. She said, why not? How could you not know? So the tech guy explained, well, because I don't know you well enough to make that kind of assumption. But the Karen keeps going on with her weirdly line of questioning. She says, well, I can tell just by looking at you that you would not be able to live off of $250 in a single month. So do you think that I would? Now at this point, the tech guy just refused to answer the question. And after a little bit more of back and forth, the subject changes. Finally, I just continue working, trying to mind my own business, but I still managed to catch something that kind of made me stop in my tracks. I'm not sure what the context of the comment was. And even after asking him, I still don't really get what was happening. But she said something about him being a slave or something like that, which really made me start listening again, but I don't know how it connected with what she said next. She then goes on this really weird tirade. She says, So God made four seasons, but we split those seasons into 12. Do you know why? Just to hurt him. That's why. And then she started attacking a very specific religious group for literally no reason. Now, at this point, with this amount of crazy going on, to his credit, the tech guy just refused to engage or to even give an opinion on what she was saying. We did exchange a look between each other when the Karen wasn't looking. And I could tell just by that alone that he was trying so very hard to keep it together. He had only been working at the store for about three months now and while we don't normally chat very often I knew he was a very chill guy after a few minutes of this the entitled Karen I guess gave up because she just kind of sighed in a dismissive tone the Karen then says so I think I've decided to get this Laptop so go ahead and get it for me at this point I kind of wanted to know what this woman's deal was in particular the part where she called him a slave for some reason So when he went up to page for a manager I piped up that I was available and took him to our lockup area to pick pick up the laptop that she wanted to buy. I then said to the tech guy, Dude, what is up with that woman? Did she really just call you a slave? But the tech guy said, No, not really. But I don't think I actually understood anything of what she was saying. She just kept jumping topics. But I think I'm going to take the laptop to one of the cash registers and get one of the cashiers to cash her out. So as he was leaving the lockup area, I, deciding to be helpful, called the cashier over the radio to let her know exactly what was going on and that the laptop should be reaching her very shortly. But after a minute, she paged me back and said, I do not think that's happening. Now, when I went back to the floor to investigate, I saw him with his back to me and the lady grilling into him, with a laptop in between the both of them. I guess she just didn't appreciate him telling her to go meet the cashier at the register. Figuring that this guy might need saving, I tried to page for another co-worker to take over for him, and I was specifically looking for a manager, just so the tech guy could escape from the situation. And it's right about then that the store manager came over the speaker. Apparently, this and Titled Karen had been here before in the store though it must have been either when I was off shift or on break because this was the first time I'd ever even heard of her before the store manager says don't bother she's not all there and she won't talk to anyone wearing a mask now for full disclosure ever since the 2020 virus I've been masking up because even though most people don't view it as that big of an issue anymore I refuse to take any chances and there are also a few people who work with me who also agree with me unfortunately the supervisor who was all also working in the electronics section is of the same mindset. So neither he nor I could jump into assist, at least not without making things a lot worse. But I guess she didn't like the way he was cashing her out because the next time I saw her about five minutes later, the store manager was cashing her out on another register with a tech guy safely getting away from her. When I talked to him at this point, he was fairly convinced that the stuff she had been saying was just an attempt to try and rile him up or to at least give her an excuse to kick off about whatever he would have said in response to her questions, but he didn't play her game in the slightest. He did end up asking me if there was some kind of rule that let us refuse service to specific customers, especially ones with Karen's disposition. But as we were chatting, the entitled Karen gets animated with our store manager, blatantly accusing them of improperly counting the bills. And then she found an issue with the price the cash register was showing for her purchase, saying something about it not being right. And this was in response to some theory that she had been talking to the store manager about. At one point, while the the Entitled Karen was rifling through her bag for something. The store manager kind of wandered over to where me and the tech guy were standing. The store manager then said, Honestly, I'm ready to process a refund and tell her that she can't come back. I looked at the store manager and I said, Hey, it's your call, but if you do, I'm behind you 100%. The store manager then said, She's saying that the registers are wrong and that we're not charging her enough for the laptop. Even after I pulled out a calculator and showed her the math, she says, I'm too dependent on the computers to tell that she's right. I I mean you can't tell this woman that she's wrong she just doesn't get it after that the store manager went back to the entitled karen who continued to have a problem with the price that she had paid finally she held out a roll of coins that turned out to be nickels and a couple other coins before showing them one by one to the store manager who says that we won't accept them through the entitled karen then leaves in a huff telling us to give the coins to the bank of canada instead the store manager then put them into a plastic bag and then sent a general message out to all the staff instructing everyone to only refund what's on the receipt, and especially not what this entitled Karen was claiming she was owed. Now, apparently, this Karen also had a habit of buying from us and then returning the item sometime later within the return window. And after this was explained, the store manager went out for a smoke break. Now, I don't know if my store manager is planning to ban the Karen, and honestly, I hope that they do. If this isn't the first time she's pulled this stuff, then definitely it won't be the last. But from the way that they explained it to me later, they fully expect her to at least attempt to return the laptop. And honestly, I just hope that I'm not here for work when that eventually happens. Yeah, that lady was clearly looking for a fight. Like, she was just straight up talking about nonsense for like 90% of the time. It also really seemed like she was trying to bait out some kind of confrontation or something like that in some kind of way. And that in my opinion is super sketchy and really not okay. Like, why would you go to an electronics store and then try to pick a fight with like an hourly worker? These people do not get paid enough to deal with your level of crazy. So truly, for the sake of everyone Everybody in this story, hopefully this lady never comes back because she sounds incredibly crazy and honestly, I don't think I would ever want to deal with that. My entitled father has treated me awfully my entire life and now that I'm finally out of his house and I've moved out on my own, I have honestly never been happier. Here's what happened. I'm 20 years old and I've only ever had my father as a solid parental figure in my life or as solid as you could possibly get it throughout my childhood. My dad and my mother, who I've never met before, separated when I was too young to remember her and apparently officially divorced in 2012. She has had zero contact with me and my dad has not told me anything about her at all. Even if I asked when I was younger, my dad, along with the help of my paternal grandparents, raised me entirely. Throughout my entire life, he was always up and down. When I was a young child, he didn't treat me poorly from what I can remember, but he left to work abroad for over a year without me and also uprooted my whole life several times because of anything that was happening for him personally. It ranged from moving me from my hometown so that we could live with his girlfriend who I'd never met before all the way to fully moving me from one country to another no matter how much I protested and cried all because he knew what was best for me while also stating that he was getting a promotion and this went on for years. Many women entered and left my life and I've lived in many apartments none of which I've ever gotten used to enough to even call my home. Back then it felt like a regular thing but looking back now it caused me so much stress and emotional imbalance from how turd turbulent it was. In the last couple of years, he expanded his poor treatment of me into other areas of our lives. Him getting mad at me for missing several phone calls turned into him insulting me and calling me names over not responding to his messages immediately. It also went from him being rarely frustrated, straight into him always being angry about the smallest mistakes or actions that I would make. If I folded a towel wrong, he would then be angry at me for 15 minutes. If I didn't wash the dishes, I would then be hit with a series of insults towards me and my character. Also, if I was 15 minutes late coming home, it meant that I would have to deal with a silent treatment for hours. And even in the meantime, he would love bomb me when he could manipulating me into thinking his bad side wasn't actually that bad because he was otherwise a good parent. And I'm honestly embarrassed to say that it really worked. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Jump to present day, and I'm currently sitting on the floor at my girlfriend's house, overthinking my plan for tomorrow. Me, my girlfriend, and her sister will be going to my house, packing up a suitcase or two of things that I cannot part with, and I'm going to be moving in with her, parting ways with my dad for good. That has been the idea since about two days ago and it solidified about an hour ago. He spam called me and when I didn't pick up, he called me a useless, embarrassing creature amongst other equally hurtful things. For context, the reason he got angry and called me was because I didn't respond to his message. It's time his actions got consequences and his arrogant self is about to lose the only child he's ever had. Fast forward a couple of months and things are difficult to say the least. I am a million times better off in this house where everyone accepts me for who I am as a person, including my ADHD and autism and where I can set my own boundaries. I would be lying though if I said I don't miss anything about my life before moving. Here are some of the things that have been especially difficult for me to try and adapt to. For starters, I have financially dropped many classes for a lack of a better word. My father was well off because of his work and he didn't give me much of his wealth as he expected me to earn my own money. But I I was living a comfortable life, where making certain payments, buying food, or treating myself was never a matter of worry. Now that I live away and without his financial help, in a household of six other people where I need to contribute my own money, I find myself counting pennies. Don't get me wrong, I expected this and how hard it was going to be, but I have the right to struggle with accepting and adapting to it. Secondly, this house is very loud and I never have any alone time. As someone who's autistic and has ADHD, having quiet time and some alone time with my own Thoughts or to simply rest is really important, especially when processing heavy issues in my life, especially considering the entire endeavor that I've endured. Although my old house had four people in it, namely myself, my father, his wife, and her daughter, almost no one in that house was ever home due to work or a social life. But in this house of six people, somebody is always at home. In the last two months, there have only been two instances in which I've been left in the house by myself, and it was only for a few hours. Now, I have no issue with this, truly, and I most often appreciate the company. The only issue arises when I'm feeling mentally poor and I'm having a bad day and I just need the silence and emptiness to try and process things. But, because of the noise and all the people, I can't do that. Even then, I obviously don't bring it up as it really is just a personal thing, but if I feel I really need the space, I just take a long walk outside. Also, my girlfriend's little brother is kind of a problem. I love him dearly. He is a sweetheart, but he's heavily on the autistic spectrum, much more than I have deal with, He's nonverbal, he has no boundaries, and always causes a lot of ruckus around the house, either with his phone or just by being super hyper. Again, 99% of the time, I have no issue with him at all. He's kind and often gentle, and he's actually improving on his communication skills quite quickly, and this has really been a recent development. He's just difficult to deal with sometimes if everyone in the house is stressed out, or even if they're tired, or when he's just being way too loud and causing too much noise. He has a lot of sensory needs. Needs and needs a lot of special treatment as well as a very specific schedule to function and avoid any kind of meltdowns. It's not that big of a disruption to my life at all. It's just a factor to adapt to a little suddenly that I'm kind of struggling with. Also when it comes to leaving my job and relying on people, as I mentioned before, having autism and ADHD makes this whole change very difficult. And unfortunately, I did have to quit my decently paying job for the sake of my mental health. I was only working part time, but the line of work which I was in is extremely emotionally and mentally exhausting, and it's really time consuming. Plus it was making the transition of my life absolutely more difficult to cope with. So I decided to leave. This means that even though I've had the luck to save up some money to buy food and other essentials for myself as need be, I've had to rely on either my girlfriend or my two best friends quite a bit. Being someone who through their entire life has helped other people financially because I've been stable, I have found it really hard to ask for help when I need it. Not even to mention accepting it when it's been given to me. It comes with a lot of guilt and a feeling as though I've become a burden to the household. Even though while I was working, I was contributing about one-third of my paycheck to rent, bills, food, and basically whatever we needed. I'm currently looking for work semi-actively right now, but I've been encouraged so far by the people close in my life to take it easy and take as much time off as I need. Just so I can get my footing so that I don't end up burning out. Also, as I mentioned before, I dropped out of university. University. One of the biggest issues I had at home was that I was forced to continue my academics after high school. Now, I have always believed that university is good if you have a path you wish to follow and you are very sure about it. But for those of us who don't really know what they want to do with their life, university just became a stress factor where you aren't fighting for your own education, but rather for the satisfaction of someone else. Whether you're pleasing your parents, which is something I tried to do, or if you're pleasing society or just someone else in general. one of those things that will eventually burn you out and make you lose sense of what you actually wish to do. And one of the first things I did when I left was to drop out of university. I am happy I'm no longer forced to learn things I hate and adapt to a pressuring routine on top of trying to work for a living. But hearing all my friends go to university and some of the judgment from them has honestly made me doubt my choice. The transition itself from suddenly not having anything to learn has been a very difficult thing to start adjusting to. But also, finally, I I really do miss my dad. And no, I don't mean the entitled piece of garbage that I ran away from, who absolutely treated me awfully for years and destroyed my self-esteem, my dreams, and my sense of self. I miss the man who when I was little would bring me back gifts after every long distance work trip and hug me for hours because I missed him. I miss the man who would take me to my favorite restaurant just so I could have my favorite meal, especially if I came back from school upset. I miss the person who would then let me stay up a little later watching my comfort movie with him. I miss the man who took on several holiday trips when he could and let me explore the world as much as I could, even while I was very young. Someone who would tell me that they were proud of me when I won an art competition or something like that. Or if I got a good result on a test of some kind. I miss the man who would make funny faces every time I filmed him for anything, because he knew that I found it funny. I just miss my dad. And it's hurting and difficult to forget that the reason I left was because that man no longer existed, and he hadn't existed for a very long time. Now with With all of that being said though, I'm happy that I left when I did. My life was getting to a point where my entire existence was controlled by my dad and his moods. How my day ended depended on when I got home, as well as if he would say welcome back or where in the heck have you been. It would honestly be one or the other. I couldn't dress and be myself because he always had an issue with me being LGBTQ. He would never call me by my preferred name just to demean my existence. His treatment of me depended a lot on my grades in school and in university and not my personality, my treatment of other people, my way of expression as well as other things that he really should have been paying attention to. Every little mistake I made was being blown out of proportion. I was simply unhappy. I was very clearly being mistreated but here I am myself. I'm treated right. I'm greeted with a smile and a hug when I'm home. I'm asked about my day and what I'm doing. No one cares that I'm no longer in university and I always get asked if my recent hobby project went well and if I was happy with it. People here are proud of me. They respect me and my boundaries. And honestly, I find myself in a much better place after finally leaving my dad. Wow, what a story. Seriously, it sounds like you've been through a lot of stuff in your life. You had a dad who treated you awful all of a sudden, and it seems like he changed overnight. This loving and caring father kind of turned into a monster, and that's not fair at all. Hopefully all this works out for you and you're able to find some kind of stability in your life, because based on what you described, it really seems like you're happier in the house you live in. And hopefully things flourish for you and you're able To find some kind of peace. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.